Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we reflect on various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. Folks, this week I want to talk about the summer grains and all seeds production conditions in South Africa. And I think the first point to note here is that when one thinks of the South African agricultural economy, it's usually divided into about three subsectors. You have the largest uh, part of, of the agricultural economy being livestock and poultry. That subsector typically comprises about 48% of the value of our agricultural economy. And another important share that is just over 20% is field crops, which is your grains, oil seeds, and sugar. And another important component, which is roughly around about 26-27% of our overall agricultural economy is, of course, horticulture, fruits and vegetables. But what we need to always remember is that when we think about the field crops, which is the grains and the oil seeds, they're not just limited on that value that is just over 20%, but they have an important contribution in the bigger share of our agricultural economy, which is the livestock and poultry, dairy farmers, beef farmers, poultry farmers, all of them, they dependent to a certain extent on feeding their livestock and their poultry with grains. So it's important for us to pay attention to say, how is grain farming and all seeds farming like in South Africa? Are we getting the appropriate yields? that would support the domestic production in the other subsectors, particularly within the livestock industry. And in the current season, which is the 2022-23 production season, it started on somewhat rough footing in March of South Africa. We had excessive rainfall started delayed planting. Now, typically in South Africa, the planting season starts around about October for summer grains in the eastern side of the country all the way to central South Africa, October, November. That's when farmers will be planting. And somewhere between mid-November to mid-December, they'll be planting in the western side of South Africa. But this time around, excessive rains. And in some areas, we actually think that the planting has been delayed by roughly a month. And we all know the worries of load shedding uh, from beginning of January throughout and some of the heat waves that we experience at the end of January, beginning of uh, February. So all of these patches were, were some of the things that worried many people to say, given these extreme weather conditions in certain periods, will South Africa be able to have a relatively good crop to support its livestock industry, its food consumption, but also to continue to export because as South Africa, we are a major exporter of grains, particularly maize. In fact, in the sub-Saharan Africa region, we biggest exporters of that. And if you think about global, we are within the top 15 maize exporters. South Africa is there as one of the important players. Now, in the current season, we just had data last week coming from the Crop Estimate Committee, which is the government and private sector committee that forecasts and surveys and look at how much crop is out there. And they 
sort of reaffirmed our my optimism. I'd always thought that with all of these difficulties that South Africa had experienced, the farmers were still able to plant and in driving across South Africa, the crop has looked great. And I thought that we are in for a good season. And the numbers that we received from a crop estimate committee, they affirmed that picture. They say South Africa's maize crop could be about 15.9 million tons. Now, 15.9 million tons just on a commercial harvest is a fairly good crop. And this is up by 3% from last season, which is the 2021-22 production season. And it's the third largest harvest on record. And this is not only a function of an expansion in area planting, because in fact, the area planted is slightly down from the previous season but more a function of bigger yields that have enabled us to expect such a big crop. If you had to think about it as how much is white maize and how much is yellow maize um, in these numbers, about 8.4 million tons of it is white maize, 7.5 million tons of it is yellow maize. Now, a crop of 15.9 million tons in South Africa will be sufficient for our domestic consumption of roughly 11.4 million tons. That's our domestic consumption comprising both of feeding the cattle, uh, sheep, goats, poultry, as well as people. So about half-half of that, I would say 55% is animal uh, consumption and 45% is human consumption. That's how you should think about that 11.4 million tons for South Africa. This also means then that we'll have sufficient maize for export markets. And I think we'll export over 3 million tons in the 2023-24 marketing year. Now, you remember, if we talk about 2022-23 production season, when you convert that into a marketing year, it will be 23-24 because marketing year starts in a year at which you are harvesting and it goes up through the next year. So we think that South Africa will have enough. In fact, in the marketing year that we are ending this month, we've just ended um, yesterday in the end of April, the South Africa exported roughly about 3.6 million tons of maize. Now, if the current crop is 3% higher than the previous season's crop, it does mean that then South Africa could even export a much more uh, larger harvest of that. But I think for certain, given that this crop forecast hold, we will be able to export over 3 million tons of maize. And I think in the region, there will be higher demand for maize from South Africa at this point, given the weather conditions have not been as favorable in the likes of Zambia, Zimbabwe, Malawi, some of these countries. That means then now some will be looking into South Africa, especially those that are open for importation of the genetically modified maize to say, can we substantiate our support um, they are, they are, they are, they are supplies. So that, that's the demand that we'll be looking at. If we think about the other important summer crops, particularly for animal feed industry in South Africa, is soybeans. Now, we've been in a period in South Africa of increasing our soybean production. Uh, the country invested a lot in soybean crushing plants to ensure that we can process the soybean into soybean oil cake to feed the chicken and have soybean oil to put it out in the market. And in a current season, South Africa is expected to harvest a record soybean crop of 2.8 million tons. This is an improvement. Um, of course, it's a record crop. It's an improvement from numbers we've seen over the past few months. It is also a function of higher yields and, in this case, even the expansion in area planted. With this crop, in my view, South Africa, for the first time, will be able to export at least 
over 300,000 tons of soybean to the export markets. We haven't seen something like this. We've for many years remained a net importer of soybean and soybean products to sustain our poultry and our animal feed industry. But now we've reached those levels where we are net exporters of soybeans that I think we'll be able to put out to the market something just over 300,000 tons. We have a protocol with China and the other markets, so we'll see where that soybeans will go. The only crop that is down compared to what we've seen in the previous season, that is the 2021-22 season, is sunflower seed. It's down 6%. The expected harvest is at around about 797,000 tons. So this is still not a big, a bad crop, and the decline is mainly because the area has been reduced. Some yields in the other areas are not as good, particularly the late planted areas. So that affected the crop that we're expecting. And of course, farmers switch some area from sunflower, they put it on white maize, hence the talk of a reduction in area plantings. But if you think beyond this and to say, how are other summer crops doing? Uh, you think about sorghum, groundnuts, for example, these are large crop. I mean, we probably have a sorghum crop of just over 107,000 tons, up 4% year on year. And I think our groundnuts crop is just under 50,000 tons, uh, up 1% year on year. So there is a good crop in South Africa. The bottom point being that although the season started on patchy uh, path or rough footing, we were able to actually plant. Uh, that's the farmers. They were able to actually plant. We're expecting a fairly good crop in South Africa this year and will remain net exporters for a number of these crops. Now, the question that many people may ask is to say, what does this mean for prices for inflation? There's been all of this talk about food price inflation rising. This bodes well because now we're expecting a good crop in an environment where agricultural commodity prices have started to soften. If you think about maize in South Africa at this point, white and yellow maize, they down roughly 20% on a year-on-year -year basis at the end of April this year compared to end of April last year. Down roughly 20%, maize was hovering around 3,600 per ton. If you think about soybean and sunflower, they down by roughly the same percentage. They were hovering in a case of sunflower around about 8,400 rands per ton. In a case of soybeans, hovering around 7,400 rands per ton. Now, if we're expecting this good crop, it means that prices could be sustained on this moderating mode. And over time, these will start to filter through. We'll see it through the softening of some of the products prices at our retail shelf. We should always remember that there's a lag between farm level agricultural prices and the retail prices of somewhere anywhere between three to five months. And we also need to remember that there are other functions in between either labor costs, energy costs, distribution costs that we have to pay attention as to whether they are increasing or decreasing. Because if those are increasing, then they tend to reduce the benefit which a consumer would have received because of a deceleration or moderation in agricultural prices. So agricultural prices may come down, but if other costs are going up, those tend to reduce that benefit on a consumer. But looking at all of the developments in the South African economy at this point, we still think that there will be some moderation on grain-related food products and even on a meat products, which bodes well for the food price inflation 
our outlook in South Africa at this point. So all in all, agricultural conditions are good, boarding well for consumer food price inflation, but also really beneficial for those that are in the livestock industry. The heavy rains of the start of the year didn't cause as much damage as the others might have anticipated that that, that would be the case. So things are looking relatively uh, well, uh, folks, in, in South African agriculture. And if you drive around the country right now, you probably notice that the fields are brown. People are out there in the fields uh, about to start harvesting and will be busy with the harvesting process now throughout to July. That's what farmers will be busy doing in South Africa, harvesting their summer crop, summer grains and uh, oil seeds. And we think that the estimates uh, that we've just shared in this podcast are not going to change much going forward. If there's anything that changes, of course, we'll, we'll record another podcast to provide an update of that. But with what we see and have right now, we are confident that the country is in solid footing and has solid supplies, food security intact. Folks, that's all I have uh, this week. I'll come back in the coming week with another segment. Thank you so very much for listening. You can read more on some of the things that I write in my blog, wandilesihlobo.com or the organization that I work for, www.agbiz.co.za. That's the Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa. So thank you for listening to me. My name is Wandilesihlobo. I am an agricultural economist based in Pretoria, South Africa.